Talking Point on News Talk 106 to 108. Ken Doherty grew up in Ranala in South Dublin with his parents, Tony and Rose, and his siblings, Seamus, Anthony and Rosemary. His interest in snooker began at a young age and he started playing the game at a local club called Jason's and it was there he bought the cue that he still plays with today. Ken is the only player to win both the Amateur and Professional World Snooker Championships and the man he beat in 1997 had won the previous five championships in a row, Stephen Hendry. Ken married his wife, Sarah, in December 2001 and they live in Rathgar with their six-year-old son, Christian. And these are Ken Doherty's musical heirlooms. My father had the television on one night and Pop Black came on and I saw Alex Higgins play in Pop Black. I was maybe about seven and uh, I was fascinated by it. My father told me about Alex Higgins and he was the sort of up-and-coming, young sort of guff, you know, from, from Northern Ireland, from Belfast. And he was a real sort of hellraiser, but he was a fantastic snooker player. Uh, and then Jason's opened in 77. Uh, I got a snooker table from Santa when I was eight years of age. You know, by the age of nine or ten, I was beaten like my two brothers. And, you know, it gave me great fun. It gave me a great buzz because the fact that, you know, you could beat all these adolescents you know and, and grown men uh, and I was only like you know eight nine ten at the time and and that gave me a great sense of confidence and belief in myself and, and also you know you'd be walking around like you were six foot tall even though you, you were only a little ten year old boy you know I mean I picked up that cue I think I've had it since I was about 11 the only cue I've ever played with I picked it up off the rack in Jason's and I knew somebody had probably left it behind and it was put back on the rack. I was playing with it and, and picked it up and I loved it. I asked the manager, of course, could I keep it? He said, give us a fiver for it. Didn't have a fiver. I went around, mum, give us a fiver. I said, I'll do, be a good boy. You know, I'll do all my chores and I'll, and I'll do my homework and everything. So she gave me a fiver. I changed it into five one pound notes at the time and uh, chanced me arm, put three in one hand and two in the other and said, look, I opened the one with the two, of course, and I said, went back around to the manager. I said, I can only get two. He looked at the queue and looked at the two quid and, and he says, give me the two pound. He, he was happy enough with that because it didn't make it. It was no skin off his nose. And, and that's the queue that I've, ever, I've had since, since that day. Some of the other lads may have changed the queue about five or six times and the point queues for like 700 or a thousand pounds, you know? And they see this guy has won uh, the World Championship, he's won the World Amateur Championship, he's won the World Junior Championship, and of course a host of others with a two pound cue, like they, they find it, uh, they find it hard to believe. There's no better feeling in the world. Sheffield and the Crucible Theatre belongs to Ken Doherty, who beat Stephen Hendry. 1812 to become the 1997 world champion. The funny thing was that RTE took the, the last uh, session that evening, the last session of the final, they took that live from the BBC. It's been unprecedented. They've never done it before. And uh, for those first three hours, there wasn't one call into the central police station here in Dublin because when I came back with the cup, I met the super chief superintendent and he told me the story. I was in the mansion house at a reception. And he said to me, there wasn't one call into the central police station in Harcourt Street. And they thought there was something down with the phone lines. And they rang the exchange and they said, no, no, everybody's watching the snooker. And he says, Doherty, if you were on television more often, you'd make my job a hell of a lot easier. Zero crime for three hours in Dublin uh, on, a, on a bank holiday Monday night. It couldn't get better for that for the police. That was great. 
I had the most amazing 12 months with it. It was like something that only dreams are made of, you know, and, and, and my dreams, uh, you know, became a reality for those, uh, for that time as world champion. It was just, uh, you, you know, I was floating on air for, I think, 12 months. I think that's why my snooker suffered so badly uh, the following year, but uh, I had a bad season. I got off to a bad start the following year, but but uh, when the world championship came around, I thought, Jenny, I'd love to keep this cup. I don't want to give it back. And I tried to hold on to it for as long as I could. And uh, I struggled all the way to the final. But I played John Higgins, who who that, that year in the World Championship, I don't think he's played as well since. And uh, I walked away. And the difference of losing in the final and winning it is, is absolute. You come back home, back into the airport, and there's not a sinner around, you know what I mean? You'd be lucky if, you, if someone came out to pick you up for a lift. I might have had to get a taxi home. I'm not quite sure. But whereas, like, when I won it the year before, you know, there were, like, hundreds thousands at the airport and then of course the open top bus down through the, the centre of the city and back to the mansion house and then back back on to Renla. so um, but anyway you know those uh, those uh, times are fantastic and I'll, I'll never ever forget them Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now We were only together for two years, proposed to her. My friend was getting uh, flying lessons uh, he got on a helicopter and he became quite an accomplished pilot and I booked Ashford Castle, and uh, I thought, well, you know, instead of driving down there, it'd be quite romantic if we actually, you know, got a helicopter ride down there. So I asked him, I said, how much, you know, send us down there on a helicopter, you know? So we did a deal, you know, I gave him a few bob. He was getting his lessons, he had to do his errors and anyway. And, uh, and I thought, well, listen, you're only gonna be doing this once, like you might as well do it properly. So uh, I packed Sarah's bag for the weekend, I packed my own. Uh, I told her we were going out to uh, watch a, uh, an air show out in uh, Selbridge there. So he was arranged, everything was arranged. She thought she was going out to watch an air show. I'd picked her up and got the ring and everything and, uh, and, and packed the bag, packed everything into the car. She didn't know anything about it, of course. I picked her up from work. So we went out and uh, I said, we're going on a helicopter ride. What? You're joking. I said, yeah, yeah, we're going to go out on a little helicopter ride. So when we were up in the helicopter, then I produced the ring and I had a bottle of champagne hidden in the back of the helicopter as well. So we popped the champagne. It's just as well she said yes because it was a long way down now in fairness, you know. <laughs> uh, but she said yes and we arrived down and, and stayed in Ashford for the weekend. We had a lovely time and uh, I was so nervous. I mean, even driving out there, uh, getting things ready. I mean, I was I was putting the indicator on. The window wipers were coming on. You know, I was getting my, my left hand or right hand mixed up completely. I was like cutting out the engine. Oh, I was so nervous because I didn't know what do I, you know, she says now, like, what well, what do I do? You know, it's not going to be a nice journey. You know, it's going to be, and it's going to be a very quiet weekend. So uh, I didn't know what she, which she'd take or whether she'd be too nervous even going up in the helicopter or whatever. But anyway, it all worked out well. You see. You won't Diamonds on the ring of gold You say You won't 
Your story to remain untold But all the promises we made From the cradle to the grave When all I want is you And that's All I Want Is You from you 2 one of my favourite songs. Many thanks to Ken Doherty. That's it for today. You can listen back on Newstalk.ie. Thanks to the production team, Aoife Breen, Alan Regan, Ross Elwood. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this Newstalk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.